to Faith on Fire, the broadcast that encourages believers to ignite the power of faith in their lives. Join us now as Pastor Vince Haney and Pastor Richard Hoyt Jr. bring the Word of God to fuel your faith. Welcome back to another edition of Faith on Fire. I am Pastor Richard Hoy Jr. from the Community Church of God. And I am Pastor Vince Haney from Rama, Rama, Word of Faith, the Word Church. We're continuing to talk about joy. Yesterday we talked about rejoice in the Lord always. I say it again, rejoice. Today, I want to remember James as he writes, he says, Consider it all joy when you face tribulation. And so once again, we come to realize that God is not wanting us to just be joyful when things are good. It is easy to think, oh, I'll be joyful today. Something great happened. I got a raise at work. Oh, I got a new job. Oh, I got a good report from the doctor. I'm going to have joy today. No, he says that we are to have joy in the face of tribulation. Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds, and he'll go on, and we're going to talk some more later about what he, as he goes on there, why we should consider it pure joy. He is not just somebody who's like a masochist. He wasn't just into, oh man, I hope bad things happen to me. He realized that God would use all those things, as we talked about yesterday, that God uses all things to the good for those who love him. James talks about here now that consider it pure joy because he's going to use it to perfect us. And as we came to the end of the show yesterday, we were talking about this whole issue of accepting the gifts that God has given to us, to realize who we are, to realize that we are the children of God and that there is no lack in heaven, that God is not, his arm has not been shortened. He still has all the joy that there is. He still has all the peace that there is and all that there needs to be for you and me and everyone else. And so we need to constantly be reminded of the fact that we are the children of God and that he has all that we need. That when we have tribulation, we can consider it joy because he's going to use it to perfect us. And that we have joy Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We have joy in January. We have joy in June. We have joy when it's raining. We have joy when it's sunny. We have joy in the fall, spring. It doesn't matter. None of those things matter. God wants us to have joy always. Amen. Today is the day of the that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. And also, uh, I was just thinking as you were speaking how uh, this joy, this key, one of the keys to the kingdom. Uh, First of all, we got to realize what, where the source of that joy comes from. And we know Holy every, yeah, every good and perfect gift comes from above. The Holy Spirit comes from above. It all, Jesus said, it's expedient that I go. If I don't go, the Holy Spirit won't come down. So every good and perfect gift comes from above. But 
again, the source of that joy, the scripture says, and I was looking for the scripture, so Google it if you don't have it or look in your concordance. The scripture says, the joy of the Lord is our strength. So our joy comes from him. God is our, that strength for joy comes from the Lord. And I was just thinking of something in Hebrews. Look what, look what this joy did for Jesus. In Hebrews chapter 12, he goes in verse 1, he talks about we're surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses. He was talking about all these faith heroes in Hebrews 11. Then he summed it up in 12.1. And he said, uh, let us lay aside every weight. I guess that won't have you to be joy if you're weighed down. Every weight and the sin which easily ensnares us. And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Looking unto Jesus, and another word for Jesus is the word. Jesus is called the word in Revelation. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Now he's going to tell you a little about what happened with Jesus. Look, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. So he went to the cross with joy. And be greater is he that's in me that he's in the world. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead that allowed him to, because he was full of the Holy Spirit too. You mentioned Holy Spirit earlier. That same spirit that raised him from the dead, that equipped and strengthened him to go to the cross with joy, resides on the inside of us. So it says right here. Right, that goes back to we got to remember who we are. Right, 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 right. And, and and the source of your joy. The source of your joy ain't the world system. Isn't your job. Isn't your wife. The isn't joy your of husband. the Lord is my strength. The, right. He's the source of my joy, not all of these other things we just mentioned. Your wife, your cousin, the, a good economy, a bad economy. No, that's not the source of my joy. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praises shall continually be in our mouth. That's what gives me joy, speaking of the goodness of the Lord, because he's sovereign. Regardless of what goes on in America, in my well, community. You, God, God isn't dependent upon what happens in America. He isn't dependent on how no, no, good no, our economy is no, no, going. He, he reigns. He reigns. So let me finish reading this, verse 2. Romans, I mean, Hebrews 12, 2. Looking unto Jesus, see? the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Jesus said, I'm, I'm going with joy. And then he went so boldly say he's going to send us out with joy. Send us out where? Out of the four walls of the church building. <laughs> send us into all the world to preach the gospel. With joy. Don't go out preaching the gospel and telling people about your God and you look like you swallowed a sour lemon. Well, and a lot you, of Christians do. Yeah, yeah, and you're going to give them your psalm story. You're going to give them an organ recital. You know what an organ recital is? <laughs> oh, yeah, well, my pancreas, my liver, <laughs> my this, my back. I had 10 surgeries. No, that ain't the gospel. Healing comes from heaven. You got to go with good news. That ain't good news telling somebody all your ailments. So we go Look out with God's joy. God's done for me, man. Yeah, I got yeah, a bum hip. I yeah, got a bum shoulder. Well, you know, I got a, uh, uh, those artificial hearts, and I got this, that, and the other. No, that's the organ recital. So you don't want to be that type of Christian. You want to be the type of Christian whose faith is on fire because you trust and believe in the Lord, and you're a, a real believer. That's yeah. what it means to be a believer. You know, I, I was telling somebody the other day, I said, you know what? I don't want to be the kind of Christian everybody says, man, that, that's sad. Yeah. I, want to, I want to be the kind where everybody says, man, I don't know what he's drinking, but I want some of it. There you go right there, because the you're drinking that joy juice. Yeah. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Yeah, you're drunk in the spirit. 
Remember, don't be drunk with wine, but be drunk in the spirit. But I mean that people are going, man, they're so happy. They're so upbeat. They're so excited about life. I, whatever they got, I want some well, of it. Well, that's what it means when Jesus said, let your light so shine before man. And I always remind people or people that come in my uh, environment, my sphere, we're ambassadors for Christ. It means we're representatives for the kingdom of God, for God. We're also, it says in Corinthians, we're ministers of reconciliation. Again, it equates with an ambassador or representative. We're children of the most high God, but also we're walking epistles. People may never read a Bible, but they'll read you. What are you, what are you saying? What is your everyday interaction with people? What are you saying as a Christian? Because your scripture says we're walking epistles. People are reading us. So let your light so shine. Don't. You don't take a lamp and put it up under a table. You put it high on the table and let it light up a room. So in darkness, and we know light shines best in darkness. So that's what we got to be. So we got to allow, use that joy key that the Lord Jesus has given us. Remember, he has, he's, God says he's put everything under his feet. He's given him everything. And then he went to say we're heirs with him, with God, and joint heirs with Christ. Everything Jesus has is what we have. Back to what you said earlier. And a friend of mine, Brother Ken Whitten, wrote a book. Go out and get it. It's called Remember Who You Are. You have, as a Christian, you better not ever forget who you are. Because if you do for one second, Satan is going to try to take over your mind, and he's going to try to come with doubt, unbelief, discouragement. That's what he does. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So you got to constantly meditate on the Word of God and just receive everything the Lord has for you because it's good. Don't, oh, I don't want that. And, and not only receive, get your believing up. You got to believe. Scripture said, if you can believe, all things are possible. It says in Ephesians 3.20, now unto him who's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all you can ask or even think. So if you're short in the joy department, just you have access. You can come boldly to the throne of grace. Father God, I'm a father. Can I have another uh, shot of that joy? <laughs> That joy juice. Well, you know, I, I, as you were talking about an ambassador, it reminded me of a story I heard years ago, and I can't remember who the Secretary of State was. It was somebody like in the 40s or 50s. And he would bring every ambassador in, and he had a globe, and he would say, okay, show me your country. And they'd swing the globe around, and they'd see that like they were the ambassador of Russia or China or wherever, and they'd put their finger on it, and he'd say, no. He said, and he'd point to the U.S., he said, there's your country. It's not where you're going to serve. This is your country. You know what? We're to be ambassadors. We're not ambassadors of this world. We're ambassadors of God's kingdom. We somehow forget right. where it is that Which we're is. the ambassador for. Now, that's a whole nother show right there. Because I see them on Facebook, man. They have so much allegiance. And I'm not saying not to have a degree of allegiance to your country. But they have more allegiance to their nation that they live in, that they're sent to, <laughs> than the one, the sending one. And the scripture, again, I'm back to the Bible. The Bible says, when you get born again, your name is now written in the Lamb's Book of Life. You're now a citizen of heaven, a citizen of the kingdom. That's right. You're We're an ambassador out, of now that you're sent out. Yeah, yeah. So it's, if I change my residence and go live in Australia, guess what? I'm still an ambassador for the kingdom. Amen. No matter where I go, that remains the same. My my eternal address is the same. My eternal resident, which is heaven, is the same. And I'm to go out and promote 
heaven's agenda, not the U.S. agenda. Not, or not the world's agenda. Well, See, yeah, sometimes, the, you know, it goes beyond even allegiance to America, allegiance to, to the, the world. world. Well, that's what the Bible means when he says in Romans 12, I beseech you, brothers, by the mercies of God, that you present yourselves a, a living sacrifice holy unto God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world. He, so that's for anybody anywhere on the globe. Don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You got to renew your mind to the truth. I ain't going to say the fact, to the truth that you're a kingdom citizen right. now. See, so we're an heaven. ambassador to heaven, not an ambassador to the world. Right. And, so well, the world says there's lack, so you have to watch out for so, yourself. So now, remember remember, he said in Matthew, you can't serve two masters. So right. which one are you going to be in? Right. You're going to be in the world's kingdom, which the scripture refers to as the kingdom of darkness. Or you're going to allow yourself, which the scripture says, we've been translated out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of the son of his love, into the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God. So you got to choose which one you're going to live in. You got to choose whose hand you're going to eat out. Remember, he said either you be hot or cold. And if you're cold, he said, I'm going to spew you out. I always tell people, you either got to make a decision that you're going to run with the rabbits or hunt with the hounds. Well, see, you know, you go back to, I'm going to be an ambassador of the world. So if I'm an ambassador of the world, there's lack. So I have to watch out for myself. I have right. to watch out for number one. Uh, there's... Plenty to worry about. So if I'm an ambassador for the world, I'm going to tell everybody you need to worry as much as you possibly can. And I'm going to agree with CNN, too. And you need to fear. And you need to have all these things. But that's not what God's, God says. We're to be ambassador for his kingdom. And in his kingdom, there's no lack. So guess what? I don't have to watch out for number one. I can esteem others ahead of myself. I don't have to worry about that there's no healing. So I can tell people that there's healing available. I don't have to worry about joy. I don't have to just worry. I can tell people there is joy available. So as an ambassador to the kingdom, what I'm going to be telling people is exactly the opposite of what the world would be telling them because the world does. The world says there's lack, so you got to watch out for number one. you got to take care of number one. The Bible says there's no such thing as lack. There's no lack of anything. So I can esteem others ahead of myself. I can put you ahead of me because there will be plenty for me when I get there too. Well, that's what the scripture means when he says, well, we walk by faith, not by sight. And I always say this. I put little confidence in what I can see in the natural because the scripture, Jesus says, walk in the spirit. And the spirit is the word of God. And you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh, the intellect, the, the senses. And Walking by faith is walking by what God said. If he said, I will meet all your needs according to my riches and glory by Christ Jesus. If he says, the peace I have, I give to you. Okay, that's my reality now. That's the reality I live in. I'm agreeing with what heaven said. And as an ambassador of heaven, that's what I'm going to tell people. Right, that's what I'm going to tell because that's who I'm representing. And again, it's all about, too, transformation and renewing your mind to who God says you are, what God says you have, what God says you can do, and also your position. Scripture says we're seated together in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. It says Jesus made us sit together with him in heavenly places. So I'm basically, well, because I know my name's up there, so I guess I'm there. If my name's written in the last book of life. Uh, they can go through the book. Yeah, Vince Haney, yeah, he, he's in. He's a citizen. <laughs> yeah, he's one of the ambassadors. Uh, send him that. He needs that. Okay. And that's what God wants us to get. 
too. Remember, I had two things that was thinking about Jesus when he sent out the disciples. And I know he was just testing them to prove to him that the kingdom that he was talking about was superior to the world's kingdom. Because he told them, don't take no money bags with you and leave all that here and go out, blah, blah, blah. And you're going to be taken care of. Well, they acted on faith and they did it. They left everything there and they came back telling Jesus, wow, wow, you ain't going to believe this. The demons did this. He said, did you lack anything? They said, no, we didn't lack anything. Well, because they was operating out of heaven's provision. That's where God wants us to operate out of heaven's provision. And I was thinking of another one. Uh, it just went past me, but it'll come back. So once again, we were to have joy. We're to have peace. We're to have all those gifts. We're to have all those keys to the kingdoms, to the kingdom. And once again, just always realize that I can consider it pure joy when I face tribulation, because he's going to use it to perfect me. I can rejoice always, and I say it again, rejoice, he says, because he is going to work all things to my good. I can rejoice because today is the day the Lord has made. And so when you look at every one of those things, the reason why we have joy and the reason why we can rejoice is because of what God's done. I can rejoice in today because God made it. That's why. That's the point of why we should rejoice in the day is because mm -hmm. God has made it. We can have rejoice always because God is going to work all things to the good. We can consider it pure joy when we face tribulations because God is going to use those things to perfect us. And so when we look at all and joy in these three con in these Text. three Context. ways, in these three contexts, <laughs> thank you. As we look at joy in these three contexts, we realize that the reason why we as believers have joy is because of what God has done. Our joy is not dependent upon us. Our joy is not dependent upon another person. Our joy is not dependent upon our circumstances. Our joy is not dependent upon how well the United States of America is doing. Our joy is because God is at work and the things that God is doing. That's why we can have joy. The Holy Spirit gives joy as a gift. That's why we can have joy. Don't ever make the mistake of thinking that my joy is dependent upon somebody else. My joy is dependent upon me. My joy is dependent upon the United States. My joy is dependent upon some outward thing. No, our joy, and we have joy because of what God has done. And I was just thinking about this. With that joy that we're so full of, guess what we can do with it? Share it. Said, yeah, right. Scripture says, freely you receive, freely you give. So now... As you're going throughout your day and you encounter other people, believers or non-believers, because you're full of the fruit of the Spirit, which is joy, you can now, because you know the command, freely you receive, freely give. Give and it shall be given to you. And the more you just give out joy, the more you give in. That's how the kingdom operates. The kingdom don't operate by hoarding joy. you got to give it out. Well, it's the so, same way with love and peace and everything else. The, the more you give it, the more you get. Right, well, the kingdom operates different than this world system. We, we understand that. But... When you're full of the joy of the Lord, people you encounter, they are recipients of that joy. It just happens. Everybody Jesus encountered, they didn't leave sad. <laughs> Even the lady, one lady said, 
she was asking Jesus for something, and Jesus said, well, this is this for the children of Israel. And she said, well, Lord, even the, the, the dog get to eat the scraps off the master's table. And Jesus like, well, you're right on that one. Here you go, bam. <laughs> he, they, nobody, I'm, I say that to say this. Nobody left disappointed. And I was thinking of this joy. And we understand the joy is one of the fruits of the Spirit. And the Scripture says, walk in the Spirit, and you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. And then it goes in Galatians 5.22. It says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, and long-suffering. And it goes on and on. So that's one of the fruits of the Spirit. And I was saying earlier, we have to know where our source comes from, the fruit of the Spirit. And Jesus said, I am the vine, you are the branch. And here's the deal. As you hang out in fellowship with God through Jesus, because we're heirs with God and joint heirs with Christ, everything that Jesus has is going to come out, out of you. Remember, he's the vine, we're the branch. If he has all this joy, and because you're staying connected, you're the branch, you're branching off the true vine, you have access to whatever the vine has, because that's where the branch get his nutrition, his, his nourishment from, is the vine. And the vine, Jesus said, I'm the true vine. I guess he gets his from the Father. Because <laughs> there's a root to every vine, and the branches bear the fruit. So one of the fruits of the Spirit is joy. So, again, sometimes as Christians, well, I'm going to say all the times as Christians, we have to do what the Scripture says again, examine ourselves to see if we're in the faith. Remember, we walk by faith, not by sight. See if you're in the faith. See if your faith's on fire. Do you, are you utilizing the key of, of joy? Well, see if you actually believe God. Yeah. When he says something, do you believe him? Yeah, and, and that's where the rubber meets the road. Because, again, we're, we're, we're called to go and make disciples of all nations. And that's an important key. All of them are important. But that key of joy, and people are going to encounter you, and, and they're going to reach you. When they see you have no joy... They're like, well, why I want to hook up <laughs> yeah, with why? your God? I already got a God that kills, steals, and destroys. <laughs> right. What I want with yours, he's equal to that. You look, you, you, you got all of this, that. You got all these negative things. I already serve a God like that. Why would I want to uh, swap gods? So we have to have, remember, we represent a superior kingdom. It's the kingdom of God, the kingdom from heaven, and it has everything that pertains to life and godliness that we need to have a successful life here on earth. Because remember, his kingdom come, his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Ain't nobody in heaven complaining. Ain't nobody in heaven fighting and fussing. Ain't none of that going. Ain't no lack. Ain't no sickness. Ain't no lack of joy in heaven. So we have access to heaven as children of God. And we just have to remember who we are. Right. See, and it goes back to all this over and over again that we have to remember who we are because when, as soon as we forget who we are, the devil wants to come and say to us, you know, this this will probably be too much. There's no way that you'll be able to get through this. There's no way that, of course, you're not going to have joy. You just had a flat tire in your car. Of course, you're not going to have joy. Your wash machine just blew up. You just of had course, major surgery. Of course, you're not going to have I'm joy. You just had major big. surgery. I'm going to praise them. Of course, them you're it. not going to have joy. You just got a bad report from the doctor. Of course, you're not going to have joy because this, that, or the other thing happened. But what does Paul say again in Romans? Rejoice always. Rejoice in the Lord always. I say it again. Rejoice. And we can have joy. I know this sounds so counterintuitive to a, there There's somebody listening right now who's going, this is baloney. That you 
of course you're going to be sad. Of course you're going to be down. Of course you're going to be depressed when something bad happens. But you know what? The Bible says that we can have joy always. Scripture says this. What you just said, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. That's the word of God. Yes, there's an Ecclesiastes. He talks about a time. There's a time for this, a time for that. Time for weeping, a time for grieving. 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 There's a time to... To love, a time to refrain from loving. There's a season for everything. But still, weeping may endure for a night, for a season, but joy comes in the morning. You know, because the joy of the Lord is our strength. So once you get a revelation of what God's still with me in the midst of this, because he told me to count it all joy when I go through various trials. Well, I'm going to do that. And now God will only work in and through you to the degree that you believe. That's why Jesus said, have faith in God. Repent and believe the gospel. We just have to believe as Christians. We just got to go ahead and accept the word of God, believe it, and then act like it. Well, see, if I don't believe that I can have joy, I'm not going to have joy. You're right. If I don't believe that I can have peace, I'm not going to have peace. Well, Jesus said, repent and believe. Right. But I mean, you know, as we're talking here and as I'm hearing you talk, a lot of Christians just don't realize that, that I can say i'm just not going to have joy if i don't believe that i can have joy well, then they i'm get, not going to and, have and now joy. their job is to get their believing up faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen so you just gotta the, the guy that wanted his son healed he brought him to the disciples first and he came to jesus say i brought him to your disciples and they could not heal him and, and jesus first thing was well bring him to me and then jesus asked him do you believe i'm able to do this and he said lord i believe Help my unbelief. So you may need some help in the unbel- in that department. And God says, well, I'm still a very present help in the time of need. You can still come boldly to the throne of well, grace. See, That's what that man did. He said, help my, he asked, he cried out, yeah, I believe, but help this part of me that don't believe. And Jesus never berates him. He no. never says, hey, you don't believe all the way, get out of get here. Out, uh, you and your son, get he, out of here. He, no. he helps him. He see, said, I can work with you because you got to, if you, you have, have faith the size of a mustard Amen. seed. You got a little. He said, I can work with you. So we, our messages, the gospel is never condemning. Condemning. It, it will always convict you because God so loves the world and he wants to get you to your wealthy place. So Jesus always corrected the disciples. He said stuff like, oh, yeah, a little faith, but he didn't like get away from me, get off the boat, man, I'm done with you cats. He never said that. He kept them around because he was teaching, training. It's just like a child, a baby. Once your baby learning how to walk and he stumbles and falls the first, second, third, fourth, fifth, Six times. You don't say, kid will never walk, man. Get him out of here. Put him back in the crib. Get him back in the crib. We're going for another one, honey. You don't do that. You, you, you work with him. And he is. We're choosing the God. He works with us in Jesus' name. Well, you know, we're, we're, we're out of time right now. We're definitely out, not out of faith. And we want to remind you as you go through this week, keep walking or living by faith. If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, we ask that you consider sending a love offering to Faith on Fire, P.O. Box 7508, Chico, California, 95927, which allows this broadcast to continue in your local area. Again, that's Faith on Fire, P.O. Box 7508, Chico, California, 
888-959-9527. Please join us next time on this great station for more Faith on Fire.